fun way to start your day. Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. And good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Wednesday. It's July the 6th of 2022. We're glad you guys are up with us this morning. I feel like all of a sudden I realize I don't feel my best again today. Really? I'm like, oh, it's kind of hit me and I feel tired and I feel the scratchy throat and all the stuff. I don't know if it's the seasons changing or if everybody is kind of halfway sick right now. Yeah, I feel like everyone I've talked to feels like that. Yeah. And here's the bad thing. Today, it's a really bad day to not feel your best because today is International Kissing Day. So on International Kissing Day, we have some International Kissing Day stats coming up this morning, which should be a lot of fun, including (laughs) memories of your first kiss, which is what we're going to post on social media today. And you can tag people. And you're going to tell us the whole experience of your first kiss today, right? right? No. See, this is going to be, strike this from the podcast. Oh, what? This is not going to be out there (laughs) for public consumption. Uh, International Kissing Day today. Today is also National Fried Chicken Day. And a little bit of chicken fried. No beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. And the radio. So you can celebrate that today. Plus, we can celebrate the fact that gas prices are down. Uh, there is one issue I have, and uh, my yard looks awful. <laughs> and I'm worried about the expense to fix it, even though some of you will think it's ridiculous. We'll get into that. We also have uh, some acoustic tracks from Luke Combs that he shared new music from Little Big Town. All of that coming up this morning, right here on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, we're seeing gas prices continue to fall. What? Hang on, what'd you say? Oh my goodness, it's so <laughs> exciting. I paid three ninety eight per gallon yesterday. So did you fill up your whole tank? I paid three ninety eight per gallon yesterday and I got fifteen dollars worth. It's up from thirteen. I cannot get over you didn't get more since it was below four. I well, can't get over it. But here's the deal, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We know that uh, the people who regulate gas prices are just playing the game. Like they jack them up there to four fifty, four sixty. That way, we think three ninety eight is a big savings, forgetting that a year ago it was like two fifty. <laughs> Oh, I'm right. saving money. Right. Let's, I know. let's fill up everybody's car while we're at it. It's a mind game. It is a mind game. And they've played the game and uh, to the point where many of us celebrate and, 398. And we're losing. Yeah, do you remember uh do you remember a number of years ago? I can't remember whatever year we came home with two uh Yukons in one day. Uh, and oh then gas prices gosh. were approaching four dollars a gallon. And I thought, well, this is ridiculous. If we get to four dollars per gallon, I'll be broke. And here we are celebrating yeah. three ninety eight now. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Also, another thing I'm worried about with my expenses, because of course, you know, gas prices have gone up and inflation's gone up at the grocery store and we're paying more for food and restaurant prices seem to have gone up as well. Yes. And now my yard is dead and I got to water the yard. I know. Everybody's yard's starting to look kind of yellowish. So I've started the whole watering the yard process, but here's what I feel like with that. I feel like basically I'm taking money. I'm running it through a paper shredder, and I'm sprinkling it on the yard. It does kind of feel like that, doesn't it? Because who am I trying to impress? 
Well, you're not trying. You just don't want anything to die. I don't well, know if it's about impressing. It's just not wanting. You want your your yard to be nice and green and lush, but it's mm. yellow. I thought that Bermuda grass was supposed to be the grass that was good for warm weather. I mean, we're so warm and so dry that even Bermuda grass can't survive Arkansas this year. I've got some green spray paint. I can come over. Ooh. With. I wish I could turf my whole yard. Never have to mess with it. Never have to mow it. I bet A-State has some leftover uh, turf you could use. Somebody get Butch on the phone. <laughs> Let's see if they have, if they have any you extra any turf. leftover turf? No, but you know, in some areas where it's tougher to grow grass, some people do that. It seems like it's out west in hmm. some of the like the the more um, desert-like places. If you want a green yard, you have a small yard, but it's some type of like a fake grass. You could put in some pea gravel and never have oh. to worry about watering your yard again. See, I've thought about that as well, but we have a big front yard. There'd be a whole lot of rocks. Yeah. I'm not sure if I could uh, pass that off with the wife. Yeah. But a lot of money, though. Anyway, is it expensive to water your yard? Because I've never had to do it. It's never been this dry for this long that I can remember. Trust me, it's going to be expensive. You think? Yes. Well, forget it. My grass is turning yellow. I don't care. Whatever we need, people are going to make it expensive. Yeah, exactly. That's the way (laughs) life is going to work right now in 2022. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So again, today is a big day because today is International Kissing Day. It's the way you love me. It's a feeling like this. It's centrifugal motion. So maybe you want to kiss an angel good morning. You've got to kiss an angel good morning and let her know you think about her when you Or maybe gone. you want to hang out with Exile because they have great advice. I want to kiss you all over. How about that? I don't know, man. There's this one. So Kelly ran a study and uh, she polled 10,000 Americans. <laughs> She's been yes, really busy. I have been working on a dissertation about kissing. We have some data here uh, on people, how they feel about kissing. And I thought on International Kissing Day, we should share this. We should, yes. And maybe you guys can be more educated about kissing. 51% of people believe they're very good at kissing. <laughs> There's the problem right there. Uh, okay, so <laughs> 21% of people say they're just okay at it. I'm just okay. And I really don't know who's going to judge this. Who takes a poll and just checks I'm okay? Well, <laughs> 4% of people say it's bad. Like they're not very good at it. Man. I still feel very confident. As far as first kisses, this is kind of interesting. I was looking through like the ages of first kisses. And then we'll get Kelly's uh, answer here in a few seconds. <laughs> You're such an idiot. 22% of people had their first kiss in elementary school. And I'm sitting here thinking, is that just a little peck, like where the girl comes up and kisses you on the cheek? And then takes off running. Yes. Maybe, maybe some of it, but I don't think that the Uh -uh. kids are like us anymore. No, surely not. (laughs) Surely not elementary school. I don't know. I I think about what I look like in fifth grade. (laughs) Like I was about six in fifth grade. Uh, Okay, so then the, the next biggest spot is a lot of people had their first kiss during middle school. Uh, and then they say high school comes in next. And about 11% of people uh, said they were over the age of 18 when they had their first kiss. Hmm. Now, we do have signs of a bad kisser. So if, you, if you're oh, one of those people no. who ranks yourself as a bad kisser, here's stuff you don't want to do. Or maybe you think you're a good kisser, like the 51% who think they're very good at it. Uh, and here's what makes a bad kisser, okay? Oh, no. Again, International Kissing Day. Bad breath is number one. 
Well, yeah, ring the bell on that. Like, that's going to be the deal. Boom, that's going to be the deal breaker right there. Um, how can I say this part? <laughs> what is it? Well, are you turning red? Well, I'm just trying to figure out the best way to say this. Just to be honest. Being a little too aggressive probably oh. is number two on the list of what's going to make somebody bad at it. Okay. And then having their teeth too involved is another thing. Clanking teeth. That's bad. And then <laughs> they say people who don't close their eyes. <laughs> That's not good. Remember that time you were telling me when you were in junior high that you locked lips with someone and y'all caught braces? Uh, that's Yes, exactly. You were telling me that story. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> we're going to get out of this before we get in trouble. We're not going to comment anymore other than you guys can celebrate International Kissing Day, but make sure you brush your teeth first. It's a little early for that. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to Betty Nash. She's from Virginia. Um, She just now made the history books in the Guinness Book World Records. She's been a flight attendant for 65 years. Wow. She's the world's longest serving flight attendant, which is pretty crazy, right? 65 years of probably almost daily flights. Can you imagine how many flight hours she's logged? Think about all of those people who have been really nice to her, but all of those people she's had to deal with that maybe were a little bit more challenging. Oh my gosh, her stories would be incredible. So they say that she took her first flight as a teen. And she fell in love with the idea of being on a plane. And then she started her career as a flight attendant in 1957. When she did this, plane flights were 12 bucks. Oh, my goodness. The tickets back then were handwritten. And schedules at the airport were displayed on chalkboards. They didn't have all the digital signs and stuff like that. So Betty's gone on now and works for American Airlines. And she's known for being, you know, uh, one of those sweet, smiling faces as you get there on the plane. She says she has no plans to retire. She says as long as she has her health and she's able to fly, why not work? Because she still enjoys it. So that's pretty incredible. 65 years, the longest serving flight attendant in the world. Here's to you, Betty Nash. It's an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Wednesday morning. It's July the 6th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have Country Music News today on Miranda Lambert. So if you remember, Miranda's been on tour with Little Big Town for the last number of months, and she said she was excited that once the tour wrapped, she wasn't going to spend time at home. She wanted to be back out on the road again uh, in her Airstream Globetrotter camper. <laughs> and evidently, she and her husband, Brendan, have been out there doing that already. Uh, they started off out in Colorado. They're going to be out on a 20-day run going through the West, camping and doing all that stuff. Wow. So she shared some really cute photos of she and Brendan, and uh, they have her uh, backup singer out there on the road with her. Uh, but the, the other girl, Gwen Sebastian, has her own camper for her and her husband. Mm-hmm. So it's like a camper party uh, traveling through those areas. I thought it was kind of interesting because Miranda and Brendan's uh, camper is called the Sheriff. 
And uh, Gwen Sebastian, her friend's camper, is called the Toodaloo. Oh. So if you mm. want to check out those photos and just look like uh, look at and see kind of uh, the fun that they're having, just kind of being away, being removed from the road as far as, you know, performing in the crowds and just being kind of out there in the beautiful areas. Uh, Miranda has that up on her social media and you can check it out this morning. We have country music news today on Luke Combs. But I'm in- So Luke Combs recently released his third studio album, Growing Up, but he's also done something else really neat for his fans. So on Luke's album, Growing Up, he has the studio versions of his songs, but recently he took a handful of those songs from the album and he stripped them down just to the acoustic versions. Ooh, yeah. um, so the one I want to play for you is his current radio single, The Kind of Love We Make. Here's Luke Combs. Would you say we cancel a play? I'm only gonna be your man Let's get some candles burning And some records turning All the lights down low Taking nice and slow The way your body's moving Keep doing what you're doing To be all night long Writing our love songs Girl, I want it, gotta have it Let the passion take us to a higher place I can't get enough of the acoustic versions that anybody does. Yeah. Like that's the best. So he he posted several of his performance videos all over YouTube. It's all over his social media. Just search Luke Combs. And country music news today on Little Big Town. So Little Big Town's getting us ready for summer and all the vibes of summer with the brand new song. It's called All Summer. And the whole idea behind this is there's a woman out there. She's soaking up the sun on a beach and she notices the dude. And she's like, oh, yeah. That's kind of what she's thinking. Again, it's Little Big Town. The song is called All Summer. And here's a sneak peek. I know it sounds cliche. Again, it's called All Summer. It's Little Big Town, new stuff, and it's out today. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's (laughs) Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. Did you know Indiana Jones was originally going to be called Indiana Smith? What? Doesn't have the same ring to it, does it? Well, I don't know that... <laughs> I mean, it sounds funny now. Yeah. Indiana Smith in the Temple of Doom. Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Did you know your pinky, hold up your pinky, is yeah. responsible for 50% of your grip strength? Is it really? Yeah. All right, pinky promise? Yeah, I guess that's why it's such a big deal. I guess so. That's weird. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Let me see if I can pick something up. What can I try to pick up with my pinky? Uh, I would think my thumb would be the, the strongest finger. Maybe, I don't know. Or maybe the middle one. Hmm. I don't know. Did you know the stickers on fruits and vegetables are edible, though washing prior to eating is recommended. The glue used for them is regulated by the FDA. We can eat the sticker? Yeah. Are you serious? It's fun. 
fine. You realize there's going to be somebody who hears this this morning and they're going to try that. Uh, Are you one million percent? The glue used for them is regulated by the FDA. Okay. So if I want to eat, I guess I could eat this paper too if I want to this morning, right? You know what, Brandon? Yeah, eat the paper. I'm going to go ahead and do that and eat some stickers as I go throughout the show today. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Kelly really criticizes me on a regular basis for so many different things. But one of the things she's most critical of is the fact that I just don't watch enough movies. It's true. Well, there's other people that criticize you. I just don't tell you about it. Oh, that's fantastic. I always love to hear stuff like that. My friends. Of course, your my friends. My friends that are like, I cannot believe he hasn't seen blah, 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 like Top Gun. Well, did you see Tom Cruise might make 90 million bucks from that movie based on like all the stuff when all the numbers come in? Like 90 million bucks one movie. Yeah. It's incredible. Uh, so I was looking at this deal, Shazam. Have you ever Shazammed it? Oh. Like you wanted to know a song and you went to Shazam? Yeah. Yeah. I have that app. Uh, you do? Mm-hmm. So if something plays and you can just go, hey, Shazam, what is this? Or how does that work? Yeah. You just go to the app and then you press the little Shazam thing and then it listens to like so many counts of the song and then yeah. it'll tell you what the song is and who sings it. So Shazam has released the uh, top movie songs, the most searched movie songs uh, of all time. So I thought this morning, because you talk about how you know all these different movies, I will play the songs, all of which will be familiar, and you tell me which movie they were featured in. Okay. All right? Okay. This is nerve-wracking, because typically it's, I'm good with with hits, with radio hits. No, these are going to be hits. Every single song is a hit. Okay. And again, more than likely, these were playing on radio, and somebody's like, oh, that sounds familiar from so-and-so movie. Let me Shazam it and see what it is. So I need to tell you what movie it's from. You need to tell me the movie. Okay? Okay. Uh, Let's go ahead, and we'll go backwards here. Song number 10 on the top 10. A mile, Eminem. Okay, yes. that's a good one. So Kelly has one. Let me put a K by that one. All right, number two. Got it. What is it? Uh, oh, oh, uh, it's not asteroid. Uh, it's not asteroid. Hang on. There's another name. Meteorite. Uh, hang on. Uh, Meteorite. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Oh uh, Liv Tyler's in it with Ben Affleck. Okay. Uh, Sorry, you don't know it. I do know it. You I've don't seen know it. it. What's the other word for it? Armageddon. Armageddon. Okay. okay. Well, That's end an of the world. You okay. don't get that one. Oh. No, you don't get that one. I told you it was in the movie. Yeah. Do you want, does that count? Everybody, go ahead. Everyone say Okay, it. I'll let yes. it count. I'll let it count. You'll miss plenty of other ones. Got it. What's the movie? It is uh, the fever, uh, Saturday Night Fever. Boom. Okay, you got it. Uh, let's see if you know this. Yes. Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh. Nev Campbell, I think, is the other one. Uh, Cruel Intentions. Boom. Okay. See if you know the Goo Goo Dolls song. And I don't Name the movie. Oh, it's not City of Angels. Uh, oh, my gosh. Is it? It is City of Angels. Because <laughs> the other one is that sad Sarah McLaughlin song. <laughs> what a, she's in freak mode right now, by the way. <laughs> All right. Let's see if you, I'm sure she'll know this one. Probably the one she knows the best. Say that. What movie? This is a newer song. What movie though? That you're gonna play like you don't know. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) I was like, let me think. I knew it. How about this? Bradley Cooper. Okay. That's who's in the song. What's the name of the movie? Uh Lady Gaga Star is Born. Boom. Golly, what a weirdo. 
Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yep. Uh, Dangerous Minds. Golly. Maybe you see too many movies. I'm telling you, I love this stuff. Again, the most Shazam songs from movies, number two on the list. Uh, Trolls. Nope. Uh, close. Close. Um, You're thinking of the Timberlake song. Oh, I am. Oh, no. Uh, minions? Um, I don't think happy. it's Minions. Despicable oh, Me. Dis- so you got one wrong. Okay. Minions are in Despicable Me. Are they? Yes. This doesn't say the Minions movie, so you lose. Y'all know. Uh, which one? No, 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 the one without Paul Walker. Uh, okay, so see you again from Furious 7. The most Shazam songs from movies, and Kelly is pretty yes. much a uh, complete freak on stuff like Taking that. Taking a bow, everyone. All right, yeah. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So everyone knows there's a no peeing in the pool rule, but this person went even further than that, okay? There's a large public outdoor pool in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and they were expecting a full pool on July the 4th. But there was a break in the night before, and someone vandalized the pool. Now, the police say that they believe someone just jumped the fence and went to the bathroom in the pool and Brandon not just number one no 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 yes no well so the pool had to be closed all day so the water could be shocked and treated now to be clear that's what it looked like happened the police say they aren't going to bother testing the deposit to determine exactly what went down the pool reopened yesterday so here's to the brave souls that returned The day after it happened. I just don't know about that. I just don't know. (laughs) The police are investigating, but it's unclear if they have a suspect. They'd be in trouble for trespassing and vandalism. But other than the uh, number two, there was no major property damage. No, that's major damage. I agree. You don't do that. That's really... Who does it? (laughs) Speaking of swimming in a public pool, why did the lifeguard throw out the elephants out of the swimming pool? Why did the lifeguard throw the elephants out of the swimming pool? Yes. I have no idea. They wouldn't keep their trunks up. (laughs) All right. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Well, 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 time for birthdays for today. Wednesday, July the 6th of 2022, local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Lacey Glover of Branson, Missouri, who celebrates a birthday. Robert White in Hot Springs, happy birthday. How about Alvin Stokes? Of Paragool. We have Sharla Fultz of Clarksville celebrating a birthday today. Emily Stovall from Mark Tree. We have Tara Campbell in Walnut Ridge. Anna Claire Wright of Harrisburg celebrates today. And Coach Karen Sanders of Brooklyn High School has a birthday today as well. Happy birthday, Karen. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday to comedian Kevin Hart, who is 43 today. Tia and Tamara Mowry are 44. Those are the sister-sister twins. Yep, I remember them. Happy birthday today to 50 Cent, who is 47 today. Come on, Fitty. Go, go, go. 
Jerry the King Lawler has a Batmobile from that era, that television show era. It's really cool. It's at That's his house. Fun. Yeah, so a happy birthday to Burt Ward, who was Robin the Boy Wonder from Batman the TV show. And happy birthday today to Sylvester Stallone, <sighs> who is 76. You know who that is? It's Rocky Balboa. I was watching the Rocky movies over the weekend. What? Rocky 2. We caught that on. And Kai's like, hey, Dad, is this a boxing movie? And I could tell, even though it was set like in the late 70s, Kai was still into it. Because a good story is a good story. And the Rocky story is a good one. Sylvester Stallone, 76 years old today. Dude has the eye of the tiger. There you go. So happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Sylvester Stallone, Hmm. who turns 76 today. Happy birthday, Sylvester. (laughs) Hope you have a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined by the man who likes to describe himself as the good doctor, (laughs) as Dr. Feelgood. He's the one that makes you feel He's the one that calls Dr. Feelgood. Dr. Shane Spites. Dr. Shane Spites. Dr. Shane Spites. There he is, Dr. Feelgood, Shane Spites, the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State. Good morning, Dr. Spites. How are you feeling this morning? I'm feeling great. I'm telling you, every time I hear you hit those high notes, Brandon, that yes. just makes my day. It's amazing. See, thank you. And here's the deal that's so interesting about me being able to hit those high notes. Shane, I've been sick for a couple of okay. days, and I thought about reaching out to you. Here we go. Oh, well, you, you should have. You know, anytime you can, you know, you can text me or call me yes. like you have in the past. Uh-huh. Thank um, you. And, and I'm happy to take those calls. So uh, let me let me run you through some interesting stuff that happened. Last week, we had an employee who came to work and told us that uh, they weren't feeling their best. And, and like, you know, like so many of us, we just assume, oh, my goodness, it's allergies, it's sinuses or whatever. She ended up with COVID, COVID positive, had gone yeah. two and a half years with no COVID and had all the vaccines and all that stuff. How in the world at this point, when we've seen numbers dip, are we still running into people who, boom, just pop up with COVID? 
Well, actually, numbers are high right now. I say high in terms of right now for the state of Arkansas, we're high. We're about the same level we were if we were coming off our peak in February. Oh. So we're about 1,400 cases or so a day, 12 to 1,400 cases a day. So we're actually on an upswing, and it's a different variant. And so remember, and I know I hate to say this, but when it mutates so much, even if you were sick with it a year ago or so, you reinfection risk is still high, so you can get it again if it's a different variant. Now, the good thing is, and I've seen this too, this, we're seeing this in our clinic, we'll have patients that come in that are fully vaccinated and have their booster, um, and they've got classic symptoms. And like you said, they think it's allergies, but it's COVID. It actually is COVID, but their test is negative. There's a reason behind that, and we finally figured out why. The reason why is because if you have, all, if you're vaccinated, have your booster and everything, and have kind of some classic COVID symptoms, which means you don't feel good, congestion, nasal congestion, cough, fatigue, but your test is negative, it can still be COVID. But what it is is because you have the vaccine, because you have antibodies, your body kicks in and fights it off fairly quickly, which is really where a lot of your symptoms come from. Right. But you may not have enough virus going on in your body to actually trigger the test to be positive. Oh and so my we're gosh. seeing that. Yeah, so that's something we're seeing in people that are vaccinated um, is that their test may not be positive because they don't have enough virus because their body's doing a good job fighting it off. Yeah. Not enough virus to actually test to turn the test positive. Okay, so let me walk you through what happened. So the coworker gets sick, doesn't realize that it's COVID, uh, but uh, goes to an event with another coworker in the same vehicle, and it's like a thirty or forty-five minute trip, right? So they make the trip. She comes back, tests positive that night, but our coworker, the person who was with that person, tested negative. Do you think that could have been a false negative? Yeah, especially if that person God. has symptoms. If that oh, person has yeah, they symptoms, got sick. Then absolutely, yeah. Son of a gun. Mm-hmm. Well, and then so yeah. this morning I, I'm, I'm going through different stuff, and I see that Arkansas has reported its first case of monkeypox now. Yeah, and so that's um, and not surprising. And so there are about 600 cases or so in the U.S. Arkansas has got their first case. You know, here's the deal: monkeypox is related to smallpox, which that which sounds really scary, and, and it can be. But by and large, it's pretty self-limiting. May last two to four weeks or so. We don't have a treatment for it. There is a vaccine that they're trying, that they're trying to push out. Uh, it's not something that really I recommend you jump on right now. The symptoms of monkeypox is going to be fever, headache, chills, exhaustion. The big thing is a rash. Yeah. And it's, a, it's kind of a rash. It's got like crusted lesions and looks like large pimples on you. Oh. Um, it's spread through direct contact. So, you know, COVID is spread through the air. So sure. you could get... You know, you can get COVID from somebody who's in the same room with you or, like you said, the same car. Yeah. Monkeypox is spread by direct contact to a person. So, you know, the moral of the story on that is just don't rub up against somebody that's got crusty pimple lesions on them. Well, and that would seem to be pretty pretty obvious <laughs> advice. But the weird thing about it is how are people getting it? Because nobody's knowingly going to do that. You're right. I, I just I think sometimes people just don't take note of – let me think I can say this on the radio. They don't take note of who they're rubbing up against, maybe. Huh. Okay. <laughs> so, for, for lack of a better term. No. So for everybody, yeah. It, yeah. It, for the by and large, the majority of the population, don't you don't have to worry about monkeypox. It's not spread through the air. It's not um it's not it's direct contact. It's Brandon, quit it, worrying uh, about the vast majority of it spread. Okay. I'm gonna ask you a weird one though, because you just gotta walk me through this. Obviously we're not gonna touch a lesion, right? But let's say right. somebody doesn't know they have it, they think it's like mosquito bites because the mosquitoes are out like crazy. They scratch something on their leg, you shake their hand, 
Is it potentially yeah. if you don't touch the actual lesion, but it's on the hand? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Don't so shake anybody's hand. Yeah. Don't shake but any again, hands. Again, Arkansas had one case. I mean, this is not something that um, people need to be, you know, overly worried about. It is something, obviously, the CDC is following. Mm-hmm. The Arkansas Department of Health is following. If you if you know somebody or you you start to feel like, hey, I've got, you know, I feel sick and I've got a rash, call your physician. Um, or call the the county health unit that you're at. You know the Arkansas Department of Health has county health units in every county uh, in this in the state, so you can call your county health unit, um, and they'll be glad to walk that through with you. Any idea what part of the state the monkeypox has been found in? You know that's a good question. I don't think they revealed that. I got the alert yesterday, midday or so, from the because I'm the county health officer for Craighead County, and I've right. gotten that alert about. Midday or or, or mid morning yesterday, but I didn't get the I didn't get up where they where they isolated it from. So no, I don't know that. If I find out, I'll let you know though. Okay, Doctor Shane Spites joins us this morning. A little doc talk. You mentioned uh, something about exercise that you know so many of us know we need to be active and more active, but a lot of us are trying to you know, hey, I want to lose a little bit of weight. I need to you know get my blood pressure down or whatever. Uh, the timing of exercise you're saying can be can be different for everybody, right? You know, this was a brand new study, and we've talked about this. Well, is it better to work out in the morning? Is it better to work out in the evening? You know, do you, does it make any difference in terms of sleep or weight loss or strength? And actually, there's a new study that says it did, and it was an accidental study, to be honest with you. They were studying uh, the effects of, of regular exercise in men and women, and the groups were so large, they had to divide them up, and some of them had to work out in the morning, and some had to work out in the evening. Okay. And they found out that women that worked out in the morning lose more fat. So women who work out in the morning lose more fat. Women who work in the evening gain more upper body strength and power. Hmm. Now, for men, performance was the same. So for men, in terms of, of, of strength, uh, muscle gain, um, all it was the same whether it was morning or evening. But for men who worked out in the evening, you had a much lower drop in blood pressure, had a, had a better drop in blood pressure. Okay. Um, they had better um, uh, better weight loss, but also sleep was better. Sleep mood was better for men that worked oh. out in the evening. So yeah, so That's that was, and again, it was an accidental, like it was, they were studying these groups and they just started finding out, hey, these groups are really different in terms of what we're seeing in overall strength gains and weight loss. And it has to, you know, the, the bottom line is, and I want to be clear to everybody, work out when you can, whenever sure. your schedule permits. Like for me, if I don't do it in the morning, it's not going to happen Sure, um, because my, my day starts and gets away from me. And so that's just the way that I am. And I think for some people, that's probably the way it is. But if you have the ability to decide morning versus evening, depending on what your goals are, you might actually kind of choose one over the other. That's interesting. So for me, tell me if this makes any difference. You know, typically, you know, I wake up really early and I don't wake up early enough to get my exercise in, even though I wish I did, because I would, I think I would feel better all day. So I go home, I get a little quick cat nap, hour and a half, two hours, which I know can be probably a little bit too long. But then I wake up pre-workout, it's time for my exercise, you know, four or five o'clock. Is that good, bad? Is that considered a morning workout because I'm just waking or is that really evening because it is evening? How would that look in my life? So for you, it's actually probably good, Brandon. Here's why. Because you get up, because your sleep cycle is so messed up already, your quality of sleep is going to be better as a man. Your quality of sleep is going to be better by working out in the evening. So in general, this study showed that heart health, your overall mood and your quality of sleep is better for men who work out in the evening. So I think you're doing the right thing. 
And for me, basically at four or five o'clock, I'm tired and I don't really feel like it. But the effect afterward, that's what I love. I love, I don't necessarily love, you know, of course you love the pump if you're a dude, but at the same point, the feeling that I have after that, where you feel like you can tackle the world and those endorphins kick in, that's what I love about exercise. Absolutely. No, and I tell people the same thing. I said, I absolutely hate to run. Like I hate to run, but I love how I feel afterwards and I love how I feel the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. How many days a week do you exercise? Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, how many days a week uh, do you exercise? I try to do five, and the studies show that you should do, you know, they say five to seven. It's like, okay, there's no more than seven, so I don't know. Anyway, but right. <laughs> um, I try to do five. I don't work out on the weekends. I just take the weekends off. I try to do five. Sometimes my schedule's thrown off, and I can't do, and so it ends up being like three, but so I try to do, I try to, do, and I try to do a different routine. Like, I'll run one day and do weights the next, so yeah. I try to divide it up. Um, there for a while, I had a good routine where I would add, actually add it. I had a day of yoga yep. and I highly recommend that if you can work that in at all in terms, especially as you get older, in terms of, um, of injury prevention, that is probably one of the best things you can do to prevent injuries in terms of, Hey, I pulled a hamstring. Hey, I pulled my back. Hey, I, you know, I injured myself reaching for this yoga is a big thing. It helps with balance. I mean, that's, uh, so I'm a big fan of yoga. I've just not been able to work that back into my into my schedule recently. And I just told I've, no, I've told Kelly and my wife both I need to do more of that the flexibility stuff because you know you see a lot of people as they begin to age you know they lose flexibility and you know I mean yeah. it, it becomes tougher to even put on shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to get to that point. I think now's the time I really need to focus on that. And actually, to your point, as you get older, one of the muscle groups that starts to deteriorate the quickest is actually those those uh, back leg muscles. And that's why you'll have a lot of elderly, or excuse me, older or elderly patients that will trip. Yeah. Is in terms of they trip because they don't have their they don't have that strength in their lower legs to be able to to take steps. And oh. so keeping those like that, we were uh, really trying to encourage uh, uh, stair stepping and things like that to maintain um, a good movement of those posterior leg muscles, those back leg muscles. So, do you believe that I should tell my wife it's time for me to order the Trish Stratus Yoga? Okay. Online because you've told me yoga is good for me. Careful. I'll, Careful. I will say this: you can actually get free yoga through YouTube. Shane, <laughs> didn't I'm you sure say I the better. Trish Stratus yoga is the one I need? Though I, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I could even spell that name. I don't even know who that is. I'm, I'm, I spend oh. too much time. Doctor Spites, yeah. you just got bonus points from no. uh, Brandon's wife. He does not get Sorry. bonus po- bonus points yes. from me though. Yes. I'm gonna have to send him. I'll, I'll, I'll do my homework. I'll have to read about that one. I'm not. I'm not familiar with that. Trish that Stratus. Okay. Trish Stratus. Yes. Okay. Look that up on your work computer. Brandon. Uh, oh I'm, my I'm goodness! You are the weirdest <laughs> human being. It's good yoga. Okay. Anyway, Shane, it's always <laughs> it's always fun to talk to you. I'm gonna stay away from mm-hmm. uh, monkeypox and crusty lesions and COVID. Okay. That's exactly right. And remember, it's really hot out there, guys. So if you don't have to be out there, don't be. So take care of yourselves in the heat. All right, there you go. Doc Talk with Dr. Shane Spites. He is the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State, and he likes to refer to himself as okay. Dr. Feelgood. No. <laughs> See you, man. Thank you, guys. Have a great week. <laughs> we'll talk to you. <laughs> oh, doesn't he love that? Uh-huh. Doesn't every dean of a medical school love to be called Dr. Feelgood? Isn't that good? Okay, you stop talking back. <laughs> it's the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc.
Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. All right, we're joined this morning by Lindsay Spencer, who uh, seems to be fairly busy with all kinds <laughs> of different things that are happening. <laughs> Lindsay, good morning. How are you? I am great. Thanks so much for having me. Hey, we're excited to talk to you. And uh, I was talking to Don Lair from Family Zinc, and she's like, hey, you want to talk to Lindsay Spencer? I'm like, well, what's she doing? And then she walks through, well, you know, they kind of have native brew works and they've opened a coffee, uh, coffee place on G Street and they're raising money for the Humane Society. And I'm like, Dawn, if she has time to squeeze us in, we'd be happy to talk to her. <laughs> so, uh, hey, cool stuff that you guys are doing, really, when you look at, uh, you know, you and uh, your family and partners down there in the G Street area in Jonesboro. It's really, uh, man, revitalization. Yes, and I, thank you for using that word. <laughs> That's the word we try to use too. Um, we just we want to see it make a comeback. Yeah, and I remember when I first moved here, one of my buddies lived uh, right down there in that area, and we spent so much time on G Street. There were restaurants down there, and there was a pizza spot, of course, the old drive-ins, and different things like that. And then you know to see that we're trying to get that comeback, and we're bringing in contemporary cool things. Like we took, I took the family to Native Brew Works uh, a month or so ago, and just the idea that we got to walk in there, it didn't feel like we were uh, in Northeast Arkansas. To me, it felt kind of like that East Nashville area. Yeah, you know, people say that a lot. Um, you know, this doesn't feel like Jonesboro. And then they say, well, I don't mean that in the bad way. And Not right. Like, no, 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 that's okay. Um, you know, actually what I'm hoping for is that one day when people say this feels like Jonesboro, this is just what Jonesboro feels like. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, so, you know, just growth and improvement. Let's talk uh, Let's talk Native for a second. How familiar, uh, how familiar are you with the menu at Native? Uh, very. <laughs> what's your, what's your favorite um, and I thing? I will say, because um, I can only say so much there, but uh, I eat a lot of tacos and nachos, that's for sure. Mm. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, Same. No, so my son got the nachos, loved the nachos. I did uh, the taco flight because I wanted that, and then I got a different flight to go with that, you know, because I wanted to have the full experience, but uh, what's your favorite yeah. thing on the menu at Native Brew Works? Oh, gosh. So I love to get nachos and pro tip, add street corn. Um, carnitas is my favorite, but you can do, you know, any kind of meat. But add the street corn, corn on there. It makes them great. All right, Lindsay, you won over me and Kelly because carnitas is our favorite, mm-hmm. too. So, <laughs> Okay, so so you have Native down there on G Street. And we're going to get into raising money for the Humane Society in a second, but I'm interested in your story. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, if that's not enough, if we're not busy enough with Native Brew Works, let's open a coffee shop just down the street. <laughs> <laughs> we we joked that we just wanted to come up with everything we could brew. Right. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> yeah. We are uh, brewing coffee um, at Story Coffee House, and it's, it's called Story. And the story behind that, though, is just me and my business partner, now business partner, Bethany. We were just friends at the time. We would run together, and sometimes we'd run down G Street. I'd show her the progress happening at Native and how yep. cool the street could be and everything. And I said, that building, that one should be a coffee shop. And uh, luckily enough for me, Bethany has a passion for coffee um, and for nutrition and healthy foods and everything. And it was kind of her dream to open a coffee shop. So she was crazy enough to say yes to a person um, that she hadn't known that long. And um, we've, we've made a great team. When I'm looking at the Facebook page, like the visual of, of the place, it looks very mm-hmm. contemporary and very cool. Thank you. Thank you. Um, a lot of hard work um, in between what it was and to get it where it is today, but we're really proud of it. Sell me on the coffee. What's good about it? 
Oh, gosh. So Bethany did a ton of research. Um, I mean, tried, I don't want to say hundreds, but possibly hundreds of different coffees um, to figure out what we were going to sell. So we sell counterculture and we do classic coffee. So we can do, you know, a batch brew, a latte, um, but we also do specialty coffee like pour overs, um, which just kind of brings out the flavors in coffee a lot more. And uh, it takes more time, but it is, um, it's delicious. And we do, you know, toast and chia seed pudding and things like that. We do teas, we do matcha. Um, so we just try to all around be a really specialty coffee shop. I love that. And again, you know, when I, when I look at native and now I'm looking at and hearing what you're doing with uh, the story coffee house, I'm really thinking this is East Nashville. And that's what I fell in love with when I went, when I went there to visit families because, Hey, the coffee shops were local. They did their own thing. They had their own vibe. And I think that's, what's neat about this revitalization, uh, on G street. Okay. So the reason we're talking to you though, is because you guys have dog baths <laughs> for donations, uh, for the humane society. And that's coming up here on uh, Saturday, the 23rd of July. Why are you guys doing this? So, um, and I'll speak twofold on this because I'm involved at Native, um, it being my husband's business, and we love to do things. We try to do things monthly that will give back to the community in some way. We pick different nonprofits to partner with and organizations um, to really to invest back in the community that invests in us. Um, but this one's really special to me because, you know, we thought, let's do something with dogs. We love dogs. We're a dog-friendly space mm-hmm. with grass, um, you know, where people can come and relax. But it's really hot in the summertime, so let's do something with dog days of summer and all of that. Well, right after we started planning this, I was, I'm was i on the board for Jonesboro Young Professionals Network, and they said, what if we did something um, called Dog Days of Summer? And, and I was like, well, we're doing one at Native, but the idea is to raise funds for the Humane Society. Right. So it's, it's a really cool blend for me to see um, the Jonesboro Young Professionals Network is going to bring the volunteers to bathe the dogs, and then we invite the community out to bring their dogs to get a bath. And, um, you know, while you're doing, while they're doing that, you can just sit down and relax, enjoy yourself. And, um, those donations are going to benefit the Humane Society. I love it. We have three dogs. We have two Cavalier King Charles Spaniels and my favorite. Can I say my favorite or is that like picking your favorite you might kid? As everyone knows who listens, knows it's your favorite. So Plus, you might as well. Lindsay, I have a new Cavapoo. Oh His name is Murphy. I call him Murphy Lee. <laughs> Uh, and maybe we need to bring them down there because if I drop my dogs and say, Hey, you guys wash my dogs. I'm going to sit in here and have me some nachos and a flight. I think I'd be set, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, speaking as a member of the Jonesboro Young Professionals Network, I can say, um, you know, we want you to come sit down, have a beer and um, we're going to give a dollar off a beer to our our volunteers. So if you're a JYPN member, you need to check your email and uh, get signed up as a volunteer. Um, But if you're just a member of the community, we would love to have you bring out your dog, relax. There's also going to be lolly gourmet popsicles out Mm. there. Um, So they're going to have adult, um, you know, normal popsicles for people. And then they're going to have uh, popsicles for your dog. Oh, man. Hey, can I just move into one of the places? Is that cool? Oh, goodness. Yeah. If you guys would just feed me and let me have coffee to start the day, (laughs) and then my lunch and dinner is Native Brew Works, I'm set, man. Oh, goodness. Absolutely. That's that's what we're trying to do for our neighborhood, for sure. We we live right here in this neighborhood, the West End, and um, we're really proud of it. You can find out more about both of these uh, different companies, these businesses, local businesses on G Street, uh, nativebrewworks.com. You can also find uh, storycoffeehouse.com as well. Uh, Lindsay, best of luck. And again, Dog Days of Summer, the dog baths for donations happens on uh, July the 23rd. 
It's great talking to you, and uh, thanks for doing great stuff for the community. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, we'll talk to you later. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined this morning by Danny Capalis. He is the director of Parks and Recreation for the city of Jonesboro. Danny, good morning, man. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Hey, thank you. And thank you, really, and your whole team, um, you know, for what you guys do for the 4th of July celebrations. Uh, you know, we had the chance to go out to Joe Mack and, and do um, Fourth Fest and then do the Red, White, and Blue Color Run. And, man, that park is so, so nice. Uh, thank you so much. I have to give credit to my guys. They they do such a wonderful job out there, especially, you know, Mike Donahue, the superintendent. Just make sure that place is, is a first-class uh, facility for anybody that wants to use it. No, and I'll tell you this because I had the chance. You know, we had uh, we had the golf carts, and we were going through and making sure signs were up and color stations were set up. So I really had the chance to go around. You know, every inch of that park, that thing is spotless, which is hard to believe because we did fireworks the night before. I don't have any idea how you guys turned around and got that thing so clean for the next morning. Just, just a good crew out there working hard that night. I know it's a lot of work, though. And, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, we forget about all the the hours that you guys put in. You know, we think about going to the parks and, hey, we're going to go to Craighead and we're going to get out there by the water or we're going to go play and we're going to do this or we're going to take the kids to play baseball or soccer or whatever. I think sometimes we don't think about the the sheer amount of work that goes into keeping all that stuff going. Oh, absolutely. And, and that's if, if you're not involved with it, you don't really you don't realize it. But, you know, the kind of the comment we make is that we work while everybody else is recreating. Yeah, that's crazy. So what's yeah. happening with uh, the Parks and Recreation right now? Because, you know, I know that you guys have you have different programs and things that are going on really year-round. So what are we kind of focused on here in the, the dog days of summer, uh, the 1st of July? You know, we, we do have programs all over the place, and we're registering right now for, for a handful of fall programs. Obviously, we've got softball going to be coming up. Uh, we've got football, cheerleading, uh, and we say football, I'm talking tackle and flag. Those are all our, our fall programs and registrations going on now for those. Uh, you've got your soccer program. But right now, and uh, if you want to get out and actually see activities, uh, we've got our City Star basketball program going on Monday and Tuesday nights at our community centers. Right. There's almost 900 kids playing in that program oh, right now, and that's wow. actually a cap out. We had to, to shut down registration because that's all we can handle with the number of courts we have. And then on Thursday nights out at Joe Mac, we have what's our 3v3 soccer program. And that's, that's keeping the kids busy and active throughout the summer and keeping their foot on the ball and just, uh, just enjoying the game that they love until we get to the fall season and get them back out on the big fields and, and playing soccer again. So what I love about, you know, you guys do all those different sports and you try to keep people involved. Why do you think it's important for kids to find things that they can pour their energy into? You know, it is, it's extremely important to be part of a team. Uh, as you know, with everything you do throughout life, you're part of a team. And I think for, for youth, uh, you know, if, if you're not, and it doesn't have to be sports. Obviously, we're very involved in sports, right. but just being part of some type of activity and having that, that team socialization and developing yourself for the future is huge. And I think we just need that throughout our community and, and making sure that your, your, your children have some type of connection with others and just being part of that team. Well, I think too, it's neat because sometimes, you know, you can have that connection with somebody who you might not typically find the connection with. It might not be somebody, you know, from your school. It might be from somebody who lives across town that all of a sudden, you know, you never know where you're going to find your next best friend. 
Oh, you're absolutely right. And, and you know, we talk about this being Jonesboro and, and we have Jonesboro programs, but it's not. It's Northeast Arkansas. You know, we bring kids and people from all over Northeast Arkansas to uh, participate in our programs. So it is truly a, a full community of this corner of the state that are involved in what we do right here in the city. Let's talk about the ages you guys kind of impact when you look through uh, the different stuff that you guys do, the sports that you guys do. Uh, what ages, like for instance, let's say it's soccer. Who's playing soccer? You know, for soccer, we really start around that age of three, and we go through we go through eighteen for the programs we specifically run. But we also have an adult league that's out there playing pretty well year round, either at Joe Mac or in one of the community centers. So we we deal with everybody uh, in soccer. So you mentioned softball, you mentioned football. What are the ages for those yep. sports? Uh, so, so with softball, we have uh, same thing with youth. We'll, we'll deal with youth uh, basically all the way up uh, from 3 to 18. And then there's an adult league. Uh, depending on what level of play you want to play, you can, you know, if you're a beginner, there's a, a level for you. If, there's, if you're a little bit uh, more experienced, there's a level for you to play in adult league. Uh, so there's, there's plenty of that when you're looking at football. We really focus on the the younger side, sixth grade and below, because that's after you get beyond sixth grade, you get into the school program, and the school programs that you know that's that's where you have your uh, seventh grade and up, and the schools take care of that. So we really focus from sixth grade and below, and make sure that we have uh, have good coaches, a good facility, and the right equipment for these kids to be able to learn a game that they may play for a long time. As far as coaches, I know in the past we've, we've talked about, yeah, hey, we need people to coach these teams. There's so many kids. We need more coaches and assistant coaches. Is there a need for that for these fall sports? Absolutely. We, we are not lacking on children, but we are always lacking on good volunteers. Uh, and so if, if you're somebody that's looking for an opportunity to give back, uh, we have that for you. We have a, a place for you. No matter what sport uh, you enjoy, we have a position for you. If it's if it's not something that you want to do as far as coaching, you just want to get involved, we will find something for you to do to help out because our programs thrive on volunteers. Our staff is, is pretty thin, and so we really, really need volunteers. Is it still true, you know, the other day we had the chance to talk before uh, the 4th of July fireworks, and you were saying you were extremely disappointed in Brad Pete's. Is that still true? Oh, my god! I am extremely, extremely disappointed in Brad Pete's. Uh, you Brandon, know, anytime you can have an employee that, uh, that, that advances their life and moves on to a much, much uh, bigger uh, uh, position <laughs> and leaves you hanging, it, 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 it leaves you disappointed, yes. So <laughs> Danny, we always appreciate you. And legitimately, the work that you and your team does, man, um, yeah, it Absolutely. doesn't go unnoticed. We appreciate that. Hey, let me throw one more thing out there. Uh, July 16th and 17th, local fest, downtown. Anybody wants to come out, that is going to have 94 different acts uh, playing throughout Saturday and Sunday. So just a great opportunity for folks to come out and enjoy what downtown has. I think there will be 12 or 13 different stages set up and vendors. So just come down and enjoy that. That's going to be a great opportunity. Brandon, is it still true that you're going to be down there with your guitar? I'm going to be playing my first gig ever. (laughs) And and, and the real question is, Brandon, will you be in cutoff shorts for it? Uh, Okay, okay, too much. I mean... (laughs) The first person I saw when I got to the fireworks the other night was Danny. And you know what he said? Oh, the shorts. (laughs) Oh, you had on your jorts, huh? That's embarrassing. Hey, man, uh, people want to find out more about all the events. Uh, Where's the best spot online to go? 
uh, jonesboro.org uh, it will be a great spot to start. Uh, we are currently working with uh, A&P to develop a full city calendar where we can bring everybody together and make one point yeah. uh, for not only the city activities, but anybody that wants to get on that calendar. So hopefully we'll get that launched here pretty soon. But right now, jonesboro.org or the uh, Parks and Recreation Facebook page being uh, another good spot to go. All right, Danny Capalis joins us this morning on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Thanks for talking to us this morning, man, and we'll talk to you again soon, okay? Thank you all so much. Appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Families, Inc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined this morning by the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. Back for Wet Nose Wednesday, Dr. Kevin Reed. What's happening, man? Oh, man, we're just recovered from a long, busy 4th of July holiday weekend. And, you know, the heat's still with us. I'm looking for some relief. So, okay, walk me through the holiday weekend because, you know, we're right next door to vet care. And it seemed like you had a crew who had to work all weekend because – there were so many people who were boarding their dogs right next door. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, we had pretty, I think we had four employees working, you know, uh, we were actually closed Saturday and Sunday and Monday, and then we had a pickup for boarders on Monday evening. So we had uh, four kennel employees working every morning for about three or four hours, and then every afternoon for another two to three hours, and that happened, you know, three days in a row. Doctor, and, uh, most of these animals arrived on Friday. Dr. Reed, is it true that my dogs were voted best behaved oh, and gosh. best personality <laughs> and cutest of all the dogs that were there over the weekend? I believe they won in all three categories, and they had the VIP suite. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, good, because I, they always, when, when I take them, they always are excited to go. Did you know that her dogs actually don't want to go home when she tries to pick okay, them up? They try to stay with you. <laughs> yeah, that's what one of the receptionists said. She said they've got, they're both just got the brakes on, on on their little legs, and they're just like, she has to drag okay, them out. Okay, <laughs> Don't want to go home to mama. <laughs> hey, today's temperature, uh, you know, we're looking at like real temperature temperatures like the actual temperature being you know 100 or above i think it's always smart in times like this just to to remind people how dangerous this warm weather can be for their pets yeah definitely you know i've a knock on wood i'm surprised there weren't any heat strokes that we, we had to see over the weekend and yesterday because it was pretty much you know ideal conditions with the humidity and the high temperature so um you know everybody just Keep your pets inside. It's it's not fit for man nor beast outside today. What else do you have for us? We always like to come to you and say, hey, educate us on what we need to know about our pets, our dogs and our cats, and really other animals if you have stuff. What do you have for us this week? You know, I, I think I talked about this a long time ago, maybe a couple of years ago, but I think the conditions uh, right now this summer are right for this. But about three years ago, three summers ago in North Carolina, there were some dogs that uh, one family took three dogs out uh, swimming in a pond or a small lake, and uh, they all started developing symptoms, and all three of them died within within a few hours. Ooh. And they determined the cause to be uh, what's called blue-green algae in ponds or lakes. It's really not an algae. It's a cyanobacteria. So, you know, the individual bacteria, obviously, you can't see, but... When these bloom, they're called algae blooms, but um, 
and they're, they're the, the kind of the scum on the surface of a pond or a lake, or it may look like there's paint on the surface. Yep. Uh, they don't necessarily have to be blue-green. They can be brown. They can be red. But uh, what happens is these uh, uh, the bacteria produce toxins. One's called a microcystin, and the other one's called an anatoxin. And this can affect dogs, people, livestock, other pets that swim. And, and probably the reason we see it more often in dogs is they, they drink from the algae-contaminated water. Right. And they're very powerful natural poisons. Uh, the, some of them can cause, well, there's actually four main ones. One's a hepatotoxin, which means it damages the liver. One's a neurotoxin, which destroys nervous tissue. Uh, one's a nephrotoxin, which destroys the kidney cells. And once a dermal toxin, it can cause hives or a rash. And I, I read a, a case that happened in a in a pond in uh, Georgia. Is you know, it was a typical summer day, and the owners took their Australian Shepherd out to swim and enjoy it, and they were enjoying it. And on their trip home, about thirty minutes into the drive home, the, the dog started vomiting severely, and so they uh, rushed it to the uh, nearest clinic on their you know on their way. And by the time they arrived at the clinic, the dog was basically brain dead and, uh, you know, they had to euthanize it. So, you know, it doesn't happen very often. I did see there was a uh, down further south in Arkansas in, uh, in the, around Magnolia. I can't remember which lake, but there was in 2020, uh, there was a warning from the extension service that uh, there were some blue-green algae blooms in some of the area waters. And this can happen in rivers, uh, freshwater, saltwater. Uh, ponds, you know, even your decorative uh, fountains or, or uh, koi ponds. So, and, and you know, first thing a dog's going to do if they see some water, and uh, you know, a lot of times this has a bad odor to it. But some dogs will even, you know, drink the water like that, and um, it doesn't take very long for it to happen. The unfortunate thing is there's no no treatment for it. There's no antidote. It's all, you know, if this happens or you think your dog's been in a body of water that has it, uh, has it present, is to rinse off their, uh, rinse off their fur, their hair coat, and uh, try to remove it as, as much as you can. Um, you know, the treatment, if, if one came here and I was suspecting it, we would try to decontaminate, uh, you know, the stomach. Usually they're already vomiting. Uh, we would try to probably give some activated charcoal and maybe do a, you know, gastric lavage to try to remove any contents out of there to prevent further absorption. But it's real unfortunate because if they get liver liver uh, issues, it can develop, um, you know, permanent liver failure. And, you know, it could take weeks for them to recover if they do at all. Wow. And, uh, you know, pretty, pretty, uh, uh, pretty devastating. But the thing is, you know, these are ideal con- conditions, you know, three three weeks plus without rain, a high temperatures, high humidity. I guarantee you there's some small ponds around the area, farm ponds or lakes that have some of this algae along the along the shoreline. So, you know, just if you see that, you know, don't don't allow your pets uh, to go in there and you shouldn't probably either. Right. But uh be aware, you know, time is of the essence if you suspect that your dog has that. And, you know, unfortunately, it's not going to be a real good prognosis if they ingested, if that particular algae bloom had uh, some of these more potent toxins there. Man, that's wild. 
And it's something because so many people love taking their dogs mm-hmm. on their trips and they love going on vacations into the river and the lake and all that. So something to think about as uh, we go throughout uh, this hot summer. And again, if you ever run into a situation where your dog needs care, where your cat needs care, our recommendation and the guy who's the best in the business, he's right next door to us. He is Dr. Kevin Reed at VetCare. Find out more at vet-care.com and on Facebook when you search VetCare Jonesboro. He is the man you need. Me. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. And Dr. Reed, as always, thanks for talking to us. All right, Kelly, one word of advice during the season. What's that? Don't sweat the petty stuff and don't pet the sweaty stuff. <laughs> okay. Appreciate it. Thanks, Doc. Never heard of oh, no. Thank you all Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined this morning by Philip Hout, who is here representing John 316 Ministries. Philip, welcome to the show, man. What's up? Well, thanks for having me. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. It's our first chance to connect uh, and kind of figure out what's happening with John 316. And let's go ahead and paint the picture. First of all, Freedom Fest, and I've seen, um, you know, banners all over town and stuff on social media, but... You all have a big event at John 316 Ministries in just a couple of weeks. Yes, uh, July 23rd. So a big fundraiser in a way that you guys can uh, really show off what you're doing out there at the campus. That's right. That's right. We'll show off our new uh, new amphitheater. Uh, we just got we just built it, uh, finished it in May. Had our first show out there with Zach Williams. Yeah, drew about thirteen thousand people out there. So it's, which uh, is ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Do you realize? I mean, oh the goodness. number of events that can draw thirteen thousand people. We could fill up an arena in town, right? Yeah. And, and what's the max? Seven, eight thousand people. Mm-hmm. You guys killed it. Killed it. Wow. It was awesome. I remember when uh, John 316 Ministries was first starting, right? And Brian came in here, and I guess it was really in those very formative early years, and. Uh, you know, we were talking about, hey, there's, you know, four guys or six guys and there's, you know, one spot where they can all stay and all that. And and just the idea from what I've heard, John 316 Ministries has really uh, grown on that campus. Oh, yes, yeah. so we, uh, we've got 22 12-man dorms now um, that uh, everybody has their own room, own mini fridge, own, own uh, bed, own recliner. Uh, it's a nice little refuge out there. So uh, you can get your uh, personal relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Um, it's... Um, a great place, like I said, we got uh, it's a little over oh, about three hundred acres out there. Wow. So we got the the amphitheater, uh, got a steam room for the guys. I mean, it's, it's nice. a nice little refuge. <laughs> I don't have a steam. Room. Uh, <clears throat> so how many? Are you typically full? Are you typically running near capacity? Um, we've got open beds. Uh, I'd say we have about twenty, twenty to thirty open beds right now. You always want to keep them ready just in case. Yeah. Well, if we run out, we we put them on couches. But I mean, uh, through COVID and stuff and and Pretty much COVID, we've yeah. kind of seen a downfall of people, but we know the the the, the needs out there. Oh my gosh! Um, and it's, it's, the time has get, to be right. Yeah, and that's what's good about these events. We get more people out there to the uh, the campus to see what John Three is all about and yeah. and get the word out. And that's uh, and we're doing a lot more on the computers with social media, uh, trying to um, you know get the four states. You know, we're going we're going outside the state. Sure, we've got guys from all over. Well, let's talk about the need, because obviously we know there's a need in local communities. There's a need in Arkansas. There's a need around the country, because what happens is is, is nobody ever sets out and says, hey, you know, I want to grow up and have an issue that I can't control. 
None of us ever say that. None of us ever say when we're little, hey, I want to have an addiction issue. But guess what, man? Life happens Mm -hmm. and things happen and sometimes it gets out of control. And that's where John 316 Ministries is there. Mm -hmm. It's for guys who who have got to the point where they've they've gone down that struggle. And all of a sudden it's like, bam, you know what? I need to fix this. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's bigger than just me. That's you know, right. or sometimes it's bigger than just the people in the house. Um, your experience. Can we yes. walk through your experience? Yes. Yeah. What happened? You know, you know I've tried, like you said, you, you get to a point where um, you've tried everything. You know, I went to other rehabs. Like I said, and I was telling you earlier, you know, my best friend was an instructor there for 10 years, Landon yeah. Wise. And, he's uh, awesome. He, he is. He's a uh, um, great guy. And, and he's had his hand out, you know, f- for me, you know, like I said, for like, he was waiting for me to come up there for like eight years. Right. And I told him, you know, I don't want Jesus crammed down my throat. I'm sure. like, good. I mean, you know, and I'll, I'll try this on my own and go to these other rehabs. And it just didn't work. You know, it worked for a little while. Sure. I, but then I found myself right back in the pit. And uh, Why do you think that is? You didn't remove yourself? Well, it, I wasn't uh, Jesus. You know, I wasn't. I was thinking I can do it. You know, I, I can I can control this. I can do it. and Or, you know, I, I won't do it if. If I have kids or, yeah. or something like that, and sure. none of that stops stops addiction. Right, uh, it's only the power of Jesus Christ, and uh, through John three sixteen, that's what it, it it allowed me to be still and, and get myself away, die to myself daily, and, and get that personal relationship with Jesus. And um, you know, and, and with me, uh, with Landon, uh, getting me to come up here finally. After, you know, I got in some trouble, you know, I had a bump in the road and, and really got to, I, I sat in jail for three months Wow! and, uh, really got to, um, you know, focus on what's the issue and uh, everything pointed, I was the issue, sure. <laughs> you know, right. not, yeah. you know everybody, everybody, yeah. everybody, everybody wants to blame <laughs> other things, but it's me yeah. Sure. And, and my, my relationship with Jesus. Um, I tried, like I said, I tried everything else. I even told the judge, you know, Hey man, I need help. And I, another rehab, I, the only thing I haven't tried, I've tried everything else, but Jesus. And I, right. I, I have a friend. I have evidence because I have a friend that I know how he was, yeah. and I know how his life is now. And so, and it was through John three sixteen that uh, showed me that. And, Let's talk uh, through what your life. Okay, I don't want to know necessarily uh, what your life was like <laughs> in the middle of, of the struggles, right? Because obviously, we know it wasn't good for you. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, but what's it like now that you've come out on the other side of it? Yeah. Uh, What's the now, difference? You know, I've been up at John 3 for two, well, over two, two and a half, about two and a half years. Um, and when I came to John 3, you know, I finally surrendered. Um, and, and I just, and I had to, you know, give all my faith into, into Jesus. And I had to cut off um, ties with my wife. You know, she was in addiction with me. I put her on the no contact list. And, um, Oh, wow. And so she wasn't able to come up there and see me. You know, I told him, I said, hey, yeah, put her on there. She's no good. You know, Landon yeah. and told me, hey, you got to, and I, you know, call the cops if she comes up here. Yeah. You know, like, you got to be keep away. Keep me away. And, uh, but through the, the ripple effect of the Jesus, you know, these guys come in and they, they think they worry about their family. They worry about this. And we always tell them, man, Jesus has got them out there. They're taking care of you. You're in the place you need to be. And that was so true in my story because I hadn't talked to my wife, hadn't given her any kind of nudge to do anything. And she, she hit her knees and reached out for the Lord and ended up going to another ministry wow. and graduating that. And, uh, you know, after uh, after some time, God's timing, uh, she's able – she got off the no-contact list, and now she lives out there with me. I'm a married instructor out there, and I got our two girls. They're five and seven, and uh, they're following the Lord. You know, they're the seven-year-old's asking questions about baptisms and being saved and right. – the five year old won't let you won't let you eat a cookie in the house without praying. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Did you pray?" But that's great. Though, <laughs> yeah, man. and that's awesome to, to lead a life 
and and be the spiritual leader of my family like like God intended me to be. And um, so it's a it's a great life, uh, you know. And I get to tell these guys, you know, that come in that have, you know, a wife that's, you know, they're worried about their wife. I'm like, yeah. listen, you just gotta, you just don't worry about it. God's got this. If you just give Him time and and you get yourself right with the Lord, everything else will follow. And so it's uh it's great to use my story to help these guys. That's the why there's a calling on my life, me and my wife, to minister to these guys, that, yeah. especially the ones that have um, the women issues and stuff and the girlfriends and stuff like that because a lot of times i and guys and that's our biggest fall let's just be real we're guys we're dumb <laughs> we we do silly things uh but I've, I've been to a number of events right and uh i've seen people who have gone through john three sixteen and they've been successful um, and I've seen the families they got to come back together mm-hmm. that you know you see parents that all of a sudden have their kids back you see wives that have their husbands back. You see kids whose dads are back. Um, and when you really see that, when you can feel that in that room, that tells you why people should give mm-hmm. because there's hope. That's right. And there's the idea that you guys can uh, get back on track and you can put those families back together. And those two little girls can have a dad that uh, is going to guide them through the rest of their lives. That's correct. It's never too late either. Is never it? too late. Yeah, Our oldest resident's like 70 in his 70s. So wow. it's never too late. So John 360 Ministries does Freedom Fest, their event out there on their campus. It's going to happen on Saturday, uh, July the 23rd. Uh, obviously, when John 316 is around, there's food. Oh, yes. What do we eat? Uh, well, the uh, the $10 tickets, uh, general admission tickets, it comes with a barbecue dinner. Uh, you have chips, pickle, uh, barbecue sandwich. Um, and then the uh, $400 tables, which is eight people. Yep. Uh, is, uh, and, and we have chair or tables and uh, nine foot umbrellas. Nice. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. might need that. Yeah, yeah. So the tables, there's, uh, and like I said, eight people under the umbrella there in front of the stage. Nice. Uh, and it comes with the, our our fish dinners, which are tremendous. Our, yes, our fish dinners. Um, and then every ticket, uh, the ten dollar ticket gets you in to the door prize that you do have to be present to win. Okay. And this year is a uh, cat powered diesel engine, zero turn, sixty one inch cut. Spartan lawnmower valued at about fourteen thousand dollars. Yeah, I'd like that big machine. <laughs> that makes uh, my little lawnmower look awful, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. You can get some stuff done quick with it. Yeah, uh, but every ticket comes with the um, with the entry to the door prize. Like I said, you do have to be present to win. So sure. we're going out selling these tickets. Uh, you do you need to send somebody to. We're trying to fill seats. Sure, you know, get get as many people out there to see what John Three is about. See the beautiful grounds. You know, we have a bunch of guys in their twenties and thirties. Out there on the weed eater and, and, yeah. and those lawnmowers at all times, making it look like a golf course at all times out That's there. Awesome. So it's very beautiful grounds. And to, 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 to witness that is, um, is something special. And that's what we're trying to do is draw people. And, 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 you know, COVID was a horrible thing and all this stuff. But, you know, God works out things in the good, all things to the good. And well, we decided to build this amphitheater through all this with trying to get the venues and all the crazy regulations and stuff with COVID. That's what kind of got us to moving our feet with the amphitheater. And uh, I think it's going to be a great thing to, to get people out to the grounds of John 3 and, and witness. Well, sure it will. Yeah. And, and again, the event's going to happen on the 23rd. There's going to be music uh, with the uh, Caleb Male Vocalist of the Year, Matthew West. He's going to play. Uh, there's going to be the chance to win, of course, great food, and the chance to help people in the community. You're putting families back together when you support John 316. That's right. 
You can find out more at john316ministries.com and on Facebook. You can search John 316 Ministries. And Philip, if people want tickets, maybe they're hearing us this morning and they want to grab tickets. I know you said you're going to be selling in Jonesboro throughout the week, but let's say there's somebody in Paragool, there's somebody in Harrisburg, there's somebody in Walnut Ridge who wants to go. What can they do? Well, we've actually got teams there too. Okay. But if you if you don't run across our guys, um, you can call the office at 870-799-2525. Uh, you can get your tables through them, or just your regular tickets through them, uh, or you can buy you can buy them at the door. The ten dollars tickets you can buy at the door. All right, uh, the general mission tickets, and uh, the gates open at four thirty. Uh, we're going to have dinner at five, and then we're having a, a live auction at six. Okay, and then the show um, it's about eight thirty ish. I know the big artists like to do you know make sure it's nighttime so their yeah. light show yeah, right. goes, goes all good and everything. So it's about eight thirty ish. When Matthew West is going to go on, and I think our band's going to uh, open up for him. Our, our praise and worship band is going to play a few songs there. Awesome. Pass some time before it gets dark. Well, it's good to hear that your story has um, a happy ending, and you're going to get back now. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's uh, that's what God's put a calling on my life to help these other men that were in the same pit that I was in. So uh, it's, it's very rewarding, like you were saying earlier, seeing the families on yeah. Sunday, uh, seeing the kids, you know. We we do a blackout period. It's a 30-day blackout period, and—, and uh, that's that's for the families to get a break from sure. the guys. And, <laughs> you know, the guys have been putting them through heck. You yeah. know, and and that's okay. And the, I mean, it's not okay, but it's it's a good little time there for them to get a break from the guys and the guys to get a break and get that personal relationship with Jesus. And then to see the kids, you know, and the guys come off the buses there at the multi-purpose building for the first time, seeing their dad, oh and seeing that gosh. change, just run up to them. It's uh, it's very rewarding to Can't know imagine. that the work I'm doing is is helping out these families and. And it's true. Our even our brochure says that for every man that gets accepted, you know, fifteen to twenty uh, other people, you know, family members. You know, it, I've heard so many times that guys come in and they get that personal relationship with Jesus, and they're like, "Well, my my dad's starting to go to church, and yeah. and it's brought him closer to the Lord, and it's, it's it just brings that family core back together and, and centered around Christ." And again, you can find out more John three sixteen ministries dot com and on Facebook when you search John three sixteen ministries. Thanks for coming in this morning, man. Thanks for having us. It's the K Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, don't forget we have a podcast. You can listen to us any time of day, no matter where you are. So if you miss us after the show is over. We'll always be right there with you. And sometimes that happens, I know. I mean, it does happen. Yeah. So all you have to do is search Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly wherever you get your podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The 24th season premiere of Big Brother, the season premiere of Mysteries Decoded, and episode five of Miss Marvel on Disney+. Plus. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.